So the big question is this. How do most agents who don't have access to the secrets that the top agents hoard to themselves grow and prosper in today's real estate environment? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. I'm Pat Hyben, and welcome to Real Estate Rockstars. And now, for the review of the day. Got a five-star review here from Ian Brown. Ian says, by far the best out there, five stars. I have listened to just about every podcast out there, and Pat has hands down created the top real estate podcast going. Thank you, Pat, for helping so many to build bigger businesses. Ian Brown, thank you, Ian, for the five-star review. Keep the comments coming, guys. I love them. And remember, I eat feedback for breakfast, so give me a one-star review if you want or a five-star review if you want. I don't care. And the more reviews we get, the better guests we get. So please, subscribe first and then leave us a review or wherever you're listening. All right, guys, we have a super guest today. And man, we are lucky to get her today because she has five closings today. And she fit us in somehow between five closings, which normally don't happen during business hours. And this is business hours. So I really appreciate her uh, coming on. And, and it's incredible that none of those closings got pushed back and she canceled, which happens sometimes for this. So Alicia Collins, welcome to Real Estate Rockstars. Thanks for having me. Hey, Alicia, why don't you tell yourself about everybody so they can get to know you better? I have been in the business 14 years, and I um, actually have a master's in reproductive biology. I thought I would, um, I don't know, become a doctor or be a lab rat or something like that. And after I did my master's degree, they didn't want me in the lab anymore because I talked too much. So I never would have thought I would have been in sales, but I um, got a sales job at the Chamber of Commerce. And then after that, my mentor in real estate asked me to be her assistant 14 years ago because she wanted my age group back then. It was 26 years old. She wanted that age group. So I got in the business. I thought I would be, I don't know. I kind of thought I'd be a licensed assistant forever. And, and what happened is I quickly built my business and about six or seven years in, she had to make me her partner because I was outselling her. <laughs> That's so, right. Who, who was that? Because you, you had mentioned that we had met before 14 years ago at Carla a Howard Brent conference. Who was it? Carla DeVille. I don't Okay. Yeah, it yeah. sounds familiar. Yeah, that's, that's fascinating. Well, that's funny. I had Karen Cooper on uh, recently, and she said the same thing. I had met her when she was an assistant for a top agent through Howard Brenton. Um, who was also uh, Sherry Wilson, who was also a speaker for Howard Brenton, like myself. And she goes, we met before when you, when you used to hang out with Sherry Wilson. I was like, oh, wow, that's wild. So anyway, so that's good to hear. So you've come a long way in 14 years. You outsold your uh, original person that hired you. And then what did you do? So then one, one, one month she said, hey, I think I need to give you a bonus. And I said, nope, I think you need to make me your partner. And so we became partners and we've been partners ever since. She retired this, this past December and she was always really open to all my crazy ideas. And so one of those crazy ideas was to start a team. And it took us a few people to kind of get where we are going. But now we have the number one team in town 
and you know, we just keep working hard and keep trying some sometimes crazy harebrained ideas that nobody's heard of and some work and some don't and we just keep going. Well, I want to come back to you because I want to find out like what sort of, if you don't mind sharing, what sort of like uh, economic arrangements you guys worked out when she retired, how that, how you do that, how you merge, how, how somebody splits off from it. So we're going to get into that. But before we do, let, let's talk about some nitty gritty before we forget. Okay, so first of all, how many houses have you sold in the last 12 months? Oh, so I did. So I did. I did last year and this year, but that's fine. So, Just tell me both. So last year we did um, 153 sides, and um, this year we've done already 135. What? Yep. Wow. We're smoking it. You are smoking. You ain't joking. So okay. So what's your average sale price there? About 245, 245,000. Our our my team's average is about 179, and the main reason the main reason for that is because we sell a lot of flip houses. So we have a group of investors, 10 or 15, that are constantly looking for houses to to fix up and resell. Wow, we're gonna talk about that too. And so the total. So what would you say your ECI, your ego commission, is there? So last year it was about around 800. 800 grand. And what's your profit margin? About 50%, maybe a little less than that. Okay. So you took home 400 roughly. Yes. Okay. Okay. Awesome. That's great. Right. In a small town, that's freaking phenomenal. Right. So, all right. So what percentage of your business is uh, listings versus buyers? So, you know, that question was something I hadn't looked at. I'm kind of a, I, I like to go, go, go. I don't, I'm not a big stats girl. So I looked into it and I, I, my guess was I was 50-50. So um, last year we were right right in there. We were a little heavier buyers. This year we're at 61% listings. Buyers. No, 61% listings. Good for you. Yep. You know, most people that don't pay attention are like 80% buyers, 20% listings. So you don't get into listings by not paying attention. I think the more you start focusing on it, the more you're like, well, we need to do things to get more listings. So, okay. So let's talk about this now. Okay. So because this is a great conversation. Like, was that by conscious choice that you got more listings than buyers this year so far? No. No. Just more people called you that had to sell? (laughs) I don't know. I think it's a myriad of things, but my, my mentor who I was partners with, she would always say, you control the listings, you control the market. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. So I always am looking for them. I mean, I'm always on, right? No matter where I go. But I think it's because I think when people see that, that your signs are out there, then you're going to get more, right? They see that you've listed, that you put the sold sign on, that you've done all the things you're doing, whether it's Facebook, other, other social media, they see that myriad of things and they want to, they want to work with you. So Alicia, so what, so like how many active listings do you have now? I have 20 at the moment. Okay. And what's the market? 10 more that are under contract. 10 more. So 50% of your inventory is under contract. Like, like how's your market? Like what, what, uh, what are you feeling? Any changes? Um, We are fixing actually to go into a seller's market. I think that we have to be, because, because we're an oil state. So if as oil starts to really get going, which it is, then we're going to really start speeding up. And so we're all, all, all the time opposite of the rest of the, 
the country. Really, that's weird. So Wyoming, an oil state, and when oil gets going, why? Because people start coming, moving to the area. Tell me about that. Yes. So people leave when oil's down. Um, you know, I saw it in, I, really the first time I saw it was in 2008 when everything crashed. Oil, you know, people left Casper. And then, then it, about 2011, it started hopping again. And, and it feels, right now, it feels exactly like it was in 2011. Mm. So me. if you were smart, you'd buy about 10 houses and then sell them a year from now. That is what I've been telling everybody. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so, you know, we had another downturn in 2015. A lot of people left then. There was less foreclosures, but there was, you know, a lot, of, a lot of people left. And so the oil companies are having to move people back into town and train them to, uh, and, you know, it's all supply and demand. So now there's, there's going to be high demand for houses, and so the prices are going to go up. That's awesome. Okay, so let's talk about where your business comes from. Uh, you know, aside from your SOI, uh, what's your biggest source of business? I think I'm a Zillow girl. And so probably 35% of our buyers come from Zillow. Come from Zillow and, and explain how, like, what exactly do you do on Zillow to get, well, what's that? How many deals? 40 deals? What'd you say? 125? We're at 100, 135. You're going to do... So you'll do over 200. So let's just say 20. Uh, so seven deals, six or seven deals a month from Zillow. What, what are you doing to get that? So um, I should say that I started Zillow 10 years ago, and it was one of my harebrained ideas that I had to talk Carla into. Um, it was $98 a month. And as soon as I closed three deals from them, she's like, oh, let's buy some more. And now we all know it's way more expensive. But really, it's all in the follow-up. If you're going to call those people, you've got to call them 12 times, right? I mean, you've got to somehow keep them on your radar and keep calling the leads that Zillow sends you. What Actually, any, any, any lead generation system. And like what standards do you have? What protocol? Like what, what do you expect out of your – do you have a team? I assume you have a team now, right? I mean, and, and, mm -hmm. so, yeah. so who's calling these Zillow leads? So I have, I have two people that, so, so when I started in the business, I called or I listed and I sold. That's how, that's how we did it. So that's how I've trained my people to do it. So I have two people besides myself that list and sell as well. And so they're just, it's round robin. You know, Zillow did a bunch of changes. And so now they call you. And um, so whoever, everybody's phone rings, whoever picks it up first gets it. Now, um, now that Zillow calls you? Yeah. So Zillow now works the leads and then puts them live to you. Oh, I didn't know this. Okay, so what happens? So Zillow will actually is works like the ISA where they'll yes. they'll so the person will come out on Zillow and Zillow will will call them. Is it someone in the Philippines? No, it's I I think it's somebody here. I mean they're they're they just have a call center that calls the call centers that calls them, they get them hold. This is Francine with Zillow. Yep. I see you called about one two four Umptium Street. Would you like to talk to an agent? Yes. They patch them through. Now, what happens if your agent doesn't pick up? Oh, they better pick up. <laughs> no, but what, what, what does Zillow do? Does Zillow they just, go, to, they go to the next agent unless they've called your Zillow number directly. So, um, but I, we, we do pick up. We, I don't think since they rolled this out two months ago, we've missed one call because there's. But they won't give it to. They, instead of giving it to you, they'll give it to your competitor. You got it. You stay on the list, but you're, it's going to the next person and on the list. Yeah. So, so we it's kind of like Uber. 
right? <laughs> like if you don't, if you get an Uber Bing, if you're an Uber driver and you get a Bing and you don't pick it up within 20 seconds, it goes to the next available Uber driver. You yep. know what I mean? Until one of them picks up the ride. Right. So it's the same thing as Uber. Yes. Yep. Yeah. It is. Yeah. And so you, I think you have to be on your A game, right? When you pick up that phone, you've got to be ready to convert that deal. And I think that that's where it is. It's in the conversion, right? And so I'm, I teach my agents to convert, to get something that gets that person to talk to you and meet you. Because what once you it? meet them, it's over, right? What is it? Here's the money. Here's the money question, guys. Write this down. What is it? What, what do you teach your agents to say specifically that gets them to convert? Hey, when, would you like to go see that right now? Would you like to go see that house right now? Because that's what people want, right? They don't want you to put them off till tomorrow. We are everything so instant gratification, but we also talk to them. Like, what, what are you looking for? And I try, I do not say, hey, what's your price range? Yeah, I heard that. You know, one guy told me, you know, if you have to ask them how many bedrooms are you looking for, you should hang up your license and go get a job selling cars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think you just, you talk to them about the market. You talk to them. A lot of people want to know about the market. They don't necessarily need to, and they want to know the price. They might want to know something about the, the property they're calling about. So you answer their questions and then you try to get them talking about themselves. That's what this is all about. I mean, it should be 20% real estate, 80%. What are some questions you could ask about, uh, you know, how to, you would ask them about getting to know them about themselves? Um, one of the things that I get a lot on through Zillow is, or through, I mean, through a lot of them are, I'm moving to Casper and I don't have very much time to find a house to buy. And so I say, oh, why are you moving here? Who's moving with you? You know, if, they're, if, if it's a rural property they called in, do you have horses? Because I have horses. So I can instantly connect with them on horses because, you know, horse people definitely like each other. Um, do they have dogs? Things that aren't really totally related to that real estate deal. Hmm. Awesome. Brokers and team leaders, are you tired of seeing dwindling numbers at your monthly sales meetings? And I don't mean numbers as far as sales. I mean numbers as far as agents attending. Do you struggle with creating new and exciting content that will not only motivate your agents, but deliver actual results to them? Do you want your agents using proven sales techniques that increase their commissions? We've got the answer for you. Rebus University is launching a lunch and learn series you can purchase to provide structure and content to your meetings. The series has 12 30 minute trainings taught by me and top producers from around the world and specifically is designed to increase production for your agents. Plus, when you purchase these trainings, you will also receive significant discounts for the go-getters on your team or in your office who want more training and bigger results. So don't delay. Go to hybendigital.com backslash teams. That's hybendigital.com backslash teams or call Katherine Brower today at 843-749-9900. That's 843-749-9900. And get started with your Rebus University Lunch and Learn.
Awesome. Yeah, well, I love it. I love it. It makes a lot of sense. So let's switch gears and talk listings here. Now, I know you're a big fan of Krista Mayshore. You, um, you, she was on, she's been on the show, great guest, uh, doing some incredible things. You've taken her products and implemented them. What are the results? Tell me a little bit about it in case people didn't hear the interview when she came on and, uh, and, and tell me about how it's working for you, good or bad. So I need some systems because I like fly by the seat of my pants. I mean, I don't look at stats. I just go. I, I mean, I, I, I market the house the same way, right? But I just needed something else to give me an edge. And one other thing is I, I have this fear. I'm 42. I have this fear that I'm going to become irrelevant, and I don't want to be. I want to stay cutting edge, go get it. I'm a go-getter. That's how I, that's how I want. So... And I felt like I need to have another source besides Zillow or some of these other ones. And so she came up in my Facebook feed and I watched her and I'm like, that girl, that lady is me in 10 years. How can I get there faster? And so anyway, I got in her program. I, she's really social media based and really relationship based because she wants you to make some videos that catch people's eye so that people get to know you. They think they know you. And I mean, by the time I met her in person, I felt like I had known her for 10 years. So and the concept over. here, guys, for, you know, to to keep everybody up to speed is oh. is running ads on Facebook to get listing appointments. You know, so many people do all this stuff and they just throw it out there. Oh, it's for buyers. Oh, it's for sellers or, or it's for who I throw out a, a net. Whoever I catch in that net, I'm going to take. Right, a commission is a commission. This is a listing appointment focused Facebook advertising through videos of yourself that is is putting, let's say, Alicia. Like how? Like what? What are the results? What are you getting out of it? So I get listings and buyers because I focus on buyers as well. So you you made a conscious decision to to, to do ads on both. Yes. Yes. So, so what happens? A lot of those buyers are sellers too, right? And so I have instantaneously, I didn't know how to distribute video. I didn't. I mean, I was, I was doing Facebook videos, but I wasn't doing it properly. So, so as soon as I started doing it the way she says to do it in her program and, and distributing it properly through Facebook, like the first week and a half, I got, I, I got a, I, this buyer called me and she said, I watched your video and I have got to work with you. And I'm like, what? What was the video about? Um, it was about are you a first, have you, is your dream always wanted, have you always dreamed of owning a home? If, if, if this is you, listen up. And I just said, you know, a lot of people don't think they can buy and they really can. And so call me and I'll set you up. I'll make sure you understand every document you sign. I'll make, I'll make sure you, you know, know what to do for inspections and all of those things. And since then I've gotten a couple more actually. And so it's more like I got your back. Yeah. Because that's, I mean, isn't that what this is about? I mean, if you want this to be a long-term business, that's, I always say, um, I live my life by a lot of mottos. And, and my, one of my favorite ones is that you, that people, pe you always put people first. You don't put money first. So yeah, you're not going to close that house because it's not the right house for them because something went wrong. It's people before money always. Mm, and people before profits. Yeah. You know, and and I love the the concept, and I've mentioned this before. It's a, you know, if you're ever struggling with a decision to make, you you tell yourself, what would your decision be if money were not in the equation? Mm -hmm. yeah. If there was no commission, what would your decision be? Right. What advice would you give them? 
I mean, it's, it's the ones that the people that have been, have sent you lots of clients that bought a house maybe when the market was hot, was hot and they need to get out of it. And so you, you helped them with 1500 bucks. So they didn't have to bring anything to closing. That's what this business is about. Mm. And those people end up singing your praises and becoming your, I don't know, some of them become your lifelong friends. Yeah. Well, so I want to talk about the retirement thing, right? So your partner retires. What sort of compensation do you work out when that happens? How do you do that? If people are listening and they want to do one of two things, number one, they have a partnership with someone who's going to retire or number two, there's someone in their office that's going to retire. And this is more than likely the, the, the case. There's, let's say they're at a, a Remax office. There's 60 agents at this Remax office. They know that three of them are getting ready to retire in the next 12 months. What would you recommend they go to them and propose economically? So economically, nothing happened. She retired and handed me her business. So, and you know, she just like if one of her if one of her sellers called, you don't you don't pay a referral fee. Nothing. Oh, I do pay a referral fee. I do do that, but it's not. It's 20 or 25 percent. I didn't. I didn't pay her. So she just she's just getting retirement. She's just getting referral fees. That's it. And yeah. she she took a list and she goes, these are all the people that are mine. If any of these calls now now is she prospecting or are you prospecting her list? Yes, I do. But how? But I do a lot of retargeting on Facebook, and of course we have an email list. Now I will be I will be one hundred percent honest. My list, our client list, isn't that great. And that's one of the biggest changes I've made over what the last- What do you mean it's not that great? I mean, you've sold all these houses. I know. We just, we, we didn't take care of that list like we should have. I mean, I have it in an Excel sales spreadsheet. I don't have a lot of emails. That's changed. You just that went after the new business. Yeah. I mean, we went after the old stuff too, but people always called us. We didn't really have to work real hard at that. And I think that's changing, right? Because there's all these agents, people meet new people. That's one of the things we did poorly. And- so we, I've, I mean, we, in the last two, three years, we've really doubled down and tried to fill all those holes, emails, cell phone numbers, things like that, that we were missing. And we're still working on it. It's not perfect. But the, the ones going forward, like from a couple years ago to now, they're smoking perfect. <laughs> because smoking perfect. Now, do, do, like, do you have any videos or do you have any explanatory letters that you sent out that says she retired and now I am, you know, will take good care of you or are you just rolling with it? Uh, we're just rolling with it. But a lot of those people call me. I mean, I was toward the they end. Know. Was, they know all along that you're partners. Yeah. Okay. Toward, toward the end of, of, her, of the business, she was kind of on her phase out. And so I was, so she was there probably two and a half years where she was phasing out of the business. She probably worked 30% of the time. And so those people would call me anyway, but that's still, I still don't suggest that. Like, that's not something I, you know, we need to, we all need to be working on our lists like crazy. Right. I mean, that's what our, that's where our money is. Mm -hmm. So let's just take these five closings you have today. Where would you say they're all coming from? Besides um, Zillow. Besides, so Zillow, so you're Mac daddy and Zillow. How much are you spending monthly on Zillow? Do you think? Five grand. Five grand a month. Okay. And then you're doing Facebook advertising. So how much are you spending on Facebook ads? Oh, fifteen hundred to two thousand, kinda of depending on what I'm doing. All right, seven grand total there. Anything else that you're spending a lot of money on to get business, to buy business? So I um I do a little boomtown. 
and I actually own a little a niche newspaper in town, so I obviously advertise in that. No, what's the niche newspaper? It's called Tidbits. It's a franchise. I started it a little bit before I started became a real estate agent. So I run, I run what is some it, like a coffee house newspaper or something. It's kind of like that, but it's more of a tabloid sized newspaper. And is it tabloid news? No, <laughs> no. I just mean the size of the newspaper. Yeah, no, yeah. It's little tidbits of information. It's fun facts. It's positive. It's upbeat, and it's been around about sixteen years. And you put your listings and your face in there? Is that what you're doing? You bet I do. <laughs> and, and how many of these tidbits are you uh, circulating? Oh, about 7,000 a week. No, whoa. And, and where? Where do they get circulated? Are they mailed? Are they put in, in no, businesses? Grocery stores. Grocery stores and doctor's offices and things like so that. So you bought this franchise. You're a franchisee? Yes, I am. And do you sell ads in it? I don't sell very many anymore. I love to sell anything. So I do every once in a while to, you know. But you're, it it's real. basically, you use it as a, a, a newspaper where you could be the only advertiser in. No, no, no. There's probably 100, 100 advertisers in there, but other people do it now. Sell the ads. I do a little bit, but. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so someone that works for you. Yes. Sells ads. Yeah, I understand. And there's a hundred ads in there, but you're you you get free because you own it. Yes, in essence. In essence, <laughs> right? Okay, I get you. Okay, cool. As a member of the rock star nation, you may have noticed that every guest that comes on the show now is required to bring with them a free tool. An item of utility that real estate agents can use to drastically increase their sales and profits. Some of the things that have been brought have been ebooks, forms, reports, negotiating techniques, hiring guides, postcards, checklists, open house secrets, newsletters that are sent out, sphere of influence forms, referral request forms, and the list goes on and on. If you would like to get this free toolbox, full of items of utility simply go to hybendigital.com backslash toolbox that's hybendigital.com backslash toolbox or simply text toolbox to 444-999 that's toolbox to 444-999 What about technology? What are, you, what are you excited about now technology-wise? So, and this is because of Krista Mayshore. I am a real Volve girl. I love, um, that's one of the things we use as a team to kind of keep us all organized and keep us on the right task so that we're doing the same thing every, on every transaction. Wait a minute, yeah. stop right there. Real Volve, what, what's that? A real Real Volve. What real is that? It's a CRM and it's pretty high powered. So it has... They have some workflows in there that you can use. I actually got Krista's because I am in her program. So I tweaked them to be my own. And it, it helps you keep in contact with the client and really all of your, uh, your, all of your sphere of influence. And it, it keep, keeps track of birthdays and uh, for, the ki for the kids in the family, for the parents, anniversaries. And then, it keep, and then it, you have an actual workflow that helps you you know, work through every transaction, whether it's a listing or a sale. A real Volvo. Okay. Anything else? Any, any phone apps? 
No. I, what is one? Because I need one. <laughs> I read that question. And I was like, what am I missing here? <laughs> That's good. Well, uh, yeah, you need a lot. So, um, but uh, okay, cool. What about if I was a new agent, right? How would I beat Alicia Collins on a listing appointment? <laughs> you would be as direct as you could be about everything in that house. What needs to change? What's good? What the price should be? Because I mean, pricing is key, right? So um, some people are surprised at how bold I am when I go into a house. And, but I think that if you can put that house's first best foot forward, the, fir the first person that walks in, whether it's the caulking in the bathtub or the gutter, the leaking gutter above the porch, some of those things, fixing them changes everything. And then I had one guy, um, actually, Howard Britton used to say this. He said, you don't want to start a fight right before you propose marriage. So, so you're kind of good saying you don't agree with that. Well, I think you don't have to go, you don't have to be nasty about it. But I, I'm very honest when I go through a house. And I just ask him, hey, would you like to know what I think you should fix before we list this house? And um Almost every time I ask them nicely, and almost every time they say yes. Well, I think the answer to the question would actually be the opposite of that, right? Because you want to zig when they zag. So if I'm a new agent and I want to beat you, and I know I'm going in and you're direct, then I'm going to be like, oh, you don't need to fix that. And if you said it's worth 185, I'm going to be like, oh, you can get 189 for this, no problem. So that that that's how that's how you would lose, right? That's how you lose. I'm I'm just I'm I'm trying to help out the agents out there. They're like, oh yeah, well she's selling you know two hundred some houses a year, you know she's this hot shot. How do I beat? How does David beat Goliath in my market? And I think the answer is you zig when they zag. You you get to know the other agents and you kind of try to swing against them, or you know what I mean? Like don't do the same exact thing. I mean that's. Uh, that yeah definitely and you know i help a lot of new agents so i'm helping one right now and i've gone to her with her um to and she she's new at remax and she just needs a little help and i love it it fills my cup to the top so i think you have to go in with a plan i think you need some marketing materials that says what you're going to do for that client mm. that's where that's one thing that i'm that i'm really good at I'm, i say this is what i do for you this is my marketing plan this is this this is when I think we should do a drone. I do videos. I put them on Facebook. I actually distribute them properly. I never ever put a black and white feature sheet in the, uh, you know, in the, um, on the sign. Mm. Oh, I see. A lot of people do color inside and black and white outside. Yes, and I totally think that's. You go all color no matter what. Yeah, no matter if it's a fifty thousand dollar house or a, or a five hundred thousand dollar house. Hmm. So I think you show those things. I mean, if you do just lists and just solds, you show them the marketing materials that you're going to use. And that, that really goes a long way because most people don't do that, at least wow. in my market. There's yeah. a couple of them. One of them that I go against all the time, um, I trained him. <laughs> and um, he went to this another history major. repeats itself, right? Yeah. I know, right? Yeah. He, he, loves to, he loves to blame things on me. One of the things that I'm known for, it's kind of off the subject, but when I thought of him, I remi it reminded me of this, is that I don't give a lot of time to, for a response. And in Casper, we can put, it's not like a standard 24 hours. So wait, 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 you don't give a lot of time for what? A response. For, so if I write an offer on a house, I give them, I don't know, maybe 12 hours, most of the time okay. less. If I okay. write it in the morning, I want to know by 9 p.m. 
And, um, and I'm known for that. And now this other agent's known for that too, because of me, but the, so I think that there's steps you, you get to just, you have to be yourself, right? So if yourself is that, you know, going out there and telling people what they need to do to fix their house or giving a short response time, because you want that buyer to make sure you want to make sure that buyer gets the house in a heart in a fast market or your personality is coming through on a video, all of those things. If you be yourself, they see that if you're not going to, if you're not, if you're pretending to be somebody you're not, then, then they see through that too. Mm. Yeah. I love it. There's a lot, there's a big movement now about authenticity. I mean, I just keep getting guests that are, are so very authentic and um, have, they, they, you know, they know who they are and they know who they're not. And um, I really see a movement there. I really see a movement of them doing a lot of business that way, where I really think in the past, everybody was, has been, the brokers and the managers have tried to fit all the agents into a mold, you know? That would not work for me. And my broker knows that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, uh, Alicia, let's wrap this up with our flagship question, is that, and that is this. Let's say I took you and I put you on an island. Now, this island has a whole bunch of people on it, uh, other agents, nine other agents, right? Now, there's people on it. They're buying and selling. It's not a deserted island. It's an island with commerce, uh, money, real estate owners, and the only thing that you have in common with these nine other agents is you each have $1,000 cash, you each have a laptop computer, and you, it, you all have a cell phone. I'm giving you four months, and I'm saying whoever sells the most houses in four months, lists and sells the most houses in four months, gets a $2 million prize. How are you going to win this prize? Do I get to go see people? You do whatever you want, but you can't spend more than 1000 bucks, and um, you know that's it. That's your only limitation. Okay. So the first thing I would do is I would go back to my roots. I would go back. I would go to the Chamber of Commerce. I would get, because I used to sell Chamber memberships, I would go in there and I would get to know all of the members of that Chamber of Commerce and be involved because it would probably cost me a couple hundred dollars. And from there, I would just meet, try to meet all of their friends. I'd just start picking up the phone and asking those chamber members for their for their blessing and their their you know the, their friend list basically and yeah. I just you'd make friends with them and then you'd ask them to introduce you to their friends yes and you would just kind of work the circuit so to speak yes i would and i would compile emails and phone numbers and i would you know early in my business i think this has changed a little bit but i would text and that's what, I mean, I would, I would text people that didn't know me that, you know, I got them as a lead and I would say, Hey, it's Alicia. When can I show you that? This, or this is Alicia from Remax. Thank you for visiting this site. Hey, could I, when could I show you that house? And yeah, that's, of course. I would do that again. I had an agent the other day that, that has only been in the business seven months, has sold like 17 houses in seven months. And um, all she does is text. Mm-hmm. That's all she does because it's more efficient. You know, she'll text from eight in the morning to like one every single day. Text, 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 and old leads. You oh, know? yeah. I mean, and it works. You know? Yes. That's how yeah. I started in Zillow. I just texted everybody and it worked. I think now people want to hear a little bit from you too. So I think you've got to mix it up. Yeah. You know, uh, what some agents are doing, you, you always got to go to where the, where the space is. Gary Vanderchuk talks about this, where the space is, where they're going to get a notification 
that they're not used to getting notifications. Like, you know, 15 years ago was email. Everyone, every email you got, you read. <laughs> now you read one out of 50, right? Um, you delete the other 49. And then for a while it was, you know, Facebook pages on your pages. And now if you can leave a message on Messenger, it helps. LinkedIn is out because there's so much spam on LinkedIn, right? If you, yeah, Same thing. You used to get a message on LinkedIn. You pay attention. Now you don't. And the space now is still in text because it's still hard to get people's cell phone numbers. But people are also using Voxer, right? Mm -hmm. they're, they're seeing who has Voxer accounts and they're leaving them a Voxer message. And they're like, I, I don't get that many Voxer messages. So if you were to leave me a Voxer message, I'd hear it, right? And, and you got to know where Instagram's another one. If you leave someone an IG message, you know, they probably don't get that many private messages on Instagram. So they're going to pay attention to that. So you want to go where they don't get very many messages. Yeah, that's a great idea. You know, I just started using Voxer. I hadn't even heard of it until I'd met Krista. That's the app I should have said. Yeah, <laughs> so there you go. Like well, that. you could say it's yours. You could say it's yours. Um, well, how do you use it? Do you use it with your team? What do you do with it? I use it with my team. Yeah. How? Especially, well, my um, my direct assistant and I. So I have a trans, a kind of a, tr a transaction coordinator that is licensed, and she can do, she can go show for me or whatever. But we can have a quick discussion about something without me picking up the phone. I can be doing something else, and I can just go back and forth, and it's done. And uh, that's the part I like. It's a great top-down app for leaders, right? Because you could just let twelve people know all at once, mm -hmm. rather than sending twelve texts or creating an email and finding 12 email addresses. Same thing with them. They could tell the whole team about something all at once, right? And be real short about it and not mm -hmm. have to. And, and let's face it. It is faster for me to, to say this sentence that I'm saying right now than it is for me to text this sentence or email this sentence. And the world is all about speed now. Well, we all know how talk to text works. So <laughs> yeah, yeah well. right. Exactly. Right. And what's the sense? You're adding a layer. Talk yeah. to text, you're talking, and then it's turning it into a text, and it's screwing it up. Well, here, there's no screw-up. It just goes right straight there, and it's right. free. So, mm -hmm. All right, awesome. Well, let, let, uh, let's talk about this. What, what is your free gift? As you know, everybody that comes on the show brings a free gift. I'm yes. going to put it on your show notes, and it's going to be Alicia Collins, right? Mm -hmm. A-L-I-S-H-A-C-O-L-L-I-N-S, right? It's going to be hybendigital.com backslash Alicia Collins. What is the free gift that you will leave there? So it's called service after the sale and it has to do with their contact information because you have to make sure you have it all. <laughs> that is the one tip that I'd give everybody because you know, it's something I haven't done well in the past. So every single person fills out this form and it just has birthdays, kids, birthdays, dog birthdays, whatever they want the sale date of their house, make sure that we have everybody's email address in the family. Sometimes you don't have them all. And we even, I have a unlicensed assistant that's in very into detail. And so she even has their favorite flowers on there. So, or their favorite restaurant or something like that. that that's awesome. Now, when do you get it filled out? At the, well, I start, I mean, we have it in every file, if you will, but the, the, um, we fill we finish filling it out at the closing. Oh, so like you keep it and then as you're going on and your assistant's talking to them and they're talking, whatever, you go, oh, by the way, what's your favorite flower? Oh, by the way, when's your birthday? And you try to fill it out during the transaction as much as possible. Then whenever's left at closing, you go, the only thing I'm missing is. Yes. 
So sometimes I don't even see it. I mean, no, what do you do with that? What do you do with it? We put it in Realvolve, that, that CRM. Um, and I have to say, it's kind of funny. We call it Roz, like on Monsters, Inc. Um, the, so she, she's, like a, she's like an assistant. So we call it Roz. And then Roz <laughs> says happy birthday. And Roz does yeah, whatever you tell Roz to do. Yeah, and one thing that I've done, if I can like interject another kind of topic. But no, yeah, keep going. Yeah, it's good. One thing that I've done that's changed my business this year is I handwrite every single person a birthday card, an anniversary card. If I see something on Facebook, the people that I want to do business with on Facebook, you know, my friends that I want to do face or business with, I send them a, a birthday card. And I inside of it, I put a $5 like have a beer on me so it's a beer it's something from a, a you know bar and grill or a fan i say fancy coffee and the crazy thing that i didn't think would happen is people post my business card the card i sent them and whatever the coffee the gift card on facebook and tag me and thank me and you know i one of the things that one of my clients always says she's always posting this everywhere on facebook under some of my um, posts is that i'm more than a real estate agent and that is the other key to this right i want them to think of me more than just for a house i want them to think of me as their friend as their confidant as their somebody they can call if they need advice on who to use for a plumber whatever and um, that just helps it and it has skyrocketed my business Wow, that's amazing. That's amazing. And, and um, I, you know, you're right, because some, sometimes what happens to me, and, and this gave me an idea, is I get letters and cards of randoms that I don't know, fans of the show that say, oh, yeah, you know, you've helped me. I sold X amount of extra houses because I listen to real estate rock stars. Thank you. Thank you. I don't know what to do with these things. I'm like, I should write them a thank you note for thanking me. But then I think, it kind of, when you do that, it's, you know, I, I don't know. I think of whatever limiting beliefs I have, I don't do it, but I should just do that. I should just post it online and say, Hey, great. Thanks for the shout out. You know, Phil Johnson, you know? Well, and you know, yeah, that's, that's great. I got, I got a card in the mail today at my office. You know, my day kind of started out a little rocky and it was somebody from um, the coach, Krista's coaching class. And she was just thanking me for giving her feedback on her videos. And I thought, you know, this makes people feel good. It made me feel good. Yeah, right. Of course. Yeah, that's awesome. I love it. Well, Alicia, this has been great. I really appreciate you coming on and thank you for sharing everything. All of her information will be on hybendigital.com backslash Alicia Collins. And if I'm ever in Wyoming, I don't think I've ever been to Wyoming, but I do want to travel to every state. So I will definitely look you up and uh, we can get together and break some bread. And by the way, also her uh, free gift will also be on, on uh, hybendigital.com backslash toolbox, or you can text the word toolbox to 444-999. And not only her free gift, but hundred or so other free gifts from all the other guests will be in that toolbox as well. Alicia, thanks so much. I really, really appreciate you coming on today. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for tuning in to Real Estate Rockstars. If this free content is giving you a ton of value, I want to ask a small favor in return. I need you to pull out your pointing finger and hit the subscribe button. Yes, hit subscribe, please. 
the more subscribers that we get on Real Estate Rockstars, the better guests are attracted to the shows. We'll get more guests from the top companies, from the top teams, and even more celebrity guests like Robert Kiyosaki and Barbara Corcoran. Also, if you're not a member of our free Facebook group, go to Real Estate Rockstars Radio right on Facebook and join the conversation. I'm on there myself on FaceTime Lives, and we have a lot of communications and questions about the show, and I'd love to see you there. And it's free. People ask me all the time, where am I on social media? I'm real easy to find. Just type in my name. My IG is I am Pat Hyben. It is blowing up on Instagram, adding tons of subscribers, and I'm on there probably twice a day. So definitely follow me on Instagram as well as everywhere else. Thanks again for listening and keep rocking. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.